three, two, one. Good morning, afternoon, Why whatever time it is. Why didn't you let me do that? Well, you, 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 you didn't. You, you, you've been messing with the camera. You've been messing with the phone. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You have joined the reporter on the air. I'm Will. He is Don. And we are here gathered around the table this December of 2019 to talk about the events of the week in Monroe County. And uh, this is the only, the only broadcast you will find devoted to what's happening in Forsyth and Monroe County. And John, I think hey, we do. Know, some people don't read this report. I can name four. You, that was an excellent column this week, and uh, got a great letter last week. And you got a letter from our old buddy John Rickinson, who and who just nailed it on the head. He said they make a good law firm. Hall, <laughs> Hall, um, Hedges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was really good. what we're talking about is that we have some county and city officials that do not read the reporter, and they are adamantly, and they are very vociferous by saying they don't read the reporter. So, you know, I wrote a column about it, and so, you know, that's fine. Let them be ignorant. Yeah, that that's not something usually you want a, a leader, a public leader to no. brag about is they don't read. I, I wonder mean, if they can't. You know what? <laughs> hey, hey, those those four of you, let me tell you something. Don't worry about the, about the words in the report. Reporters got a lot of pictures. Yeah, we probably should put color crayon, you know, color by numbers things. I say, so well, let's do under- that. Let's understand do, the news. Let's, let's do the that. news. Let's, let's color by them, numbers. Let's send them a box of color crayons for Christmas. You know, <laughs> <laughs> since you can't read. <laughs> hey, you had a story that's just really, you know, I think it really sums up what's happening in Monroe County. This subdivision is planning for eighty-eight more homes. And it looks like it's going to be in the price range that is affordable. Yeah, for once, you know, if you look at the, we often talk about the fact that if you look at the building permits that run in our paper at the end of each month, uh, usually the homes are in the four or five hundred thousand dollar range. And, right. Uh, you know, for the common middle class family, that's just not doable. No. But now we have Manor at Montpelier. You know where that is done yep, right here sure. on Montpelier. You're right. Uh, to get it. They are. Uh, they have announced that they are adding. Well, they have come to the city and said, "Hey, we we just want to make sure you've already approved this once, but it's been fifteen. It's been ten, thirteen years, years since they, and so, they had to have it re approved. So I think it's just great. Uh, these homes are in the two hundred thousand dollar range, and uh, they're about uh, fifteen hundred square feet. No, no two thousand square feet, and they will be." Um, They'll be a good addition to our community. And, you know, if you think about, Don, what is the average home? How many people are in the average home, would you say? Three and a half. Yeah. The national average at one time was three and a half. Yeah, I think that's home. accurate. Maybe three. No, no, our birth rate, sadly, is that's falling. A, that's a mom, a dad, one kid, and mm-hmm. one on the way. And a dog. Maybe cat. a cat. <laughs> yeah. So let's say three. So 88, 88 homes are going to be built here. Over these next few years, they're going to do ten at a time. You know, to manage your risk, but uh, that would be eventually oh, be about two hundred and seventy people. That's right. And uh, hey, in a town of that's about five percent in a town of four thousand people. That's right. So, is it, but it, it's actually is it? I for some reason I thought it was in the county, but it is in the city. Yeah, they had to go to the city for approval. Wow. <laughs> I know where it is, but I might write and take another look at it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good start, kind of a neighborhood for a, a young professional couple starting out, or maybe a retired couple downsizing. 
You're right. Uh, good place for both of well, them you, to be. Well, you're bringing up a real sore subject. Did we, we, did we talk about it? Yes. We always talk about sore subjects. That's where, that's our bread and butter. What, did, <laughs> what about uh, Otis Ingramville? Oh, the senior home. Senior, you had an interesting, uh, you saw an interesting article in the Atlanta newspaper that may relate to what's happening. What, what did you discover there well, in the Atlanta? Because you Pre- actually, do you read? You read? Yeah, other? after I get through coloring. <laughs> yeah. But the great thing about it, I'm saving on color crayons because there's a lot of color photographs in the paper now. Uh-huh. I just colored the black and white photographs, you know. Less and less for you to color. But anyway, the economy has a lot of senior living homes. The wisdoms thought that it was going to be a fantastic market. And, you know, you and I discussed this. What happened is all of a sudden it got oversaturated. These people and investors said, hey, jumped into it. But all of a sudden, guess what? You ain't got that many senior citizens. Too much supply and not Too much demand. That's right. That's exactly right. So I think that's, you know, that's obviously what happened with Otisville. And uh, anyway, it's... Uh, well, it's nice to know it's not just for Scythe that's having right. this issue. That's true. That's Other true. Uh, developers are having a hard time that's right. uh, getting a return on and, their investment. And, you know, Metro, Metro Atlanta, it was, it was uh, queued toward uh, Metro Atlanta, but it also included the metropolitan Atlanta area. And we at one time were considered being... We were what? Because of the gas prices. We were in metropolitan Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason gas prices went up. You know. Anyway, we, there's some real. It, I think it's just great. I think it's great that you know the homes and. Uh, well, think think about this. I was thinking about this story this week. Uh, think about a place like uh, Jonas Pizza, a uh, El Dorado Mexican restaurant, a local plumbing company. What oh God, what does yeah. it mean to have two hundred and fifty more people well, in your town? I think it's going. I think it's going to be a boost to the economy. The only problem is we need to shut down I seventy five to keep from going making to going in and make the shopping making. <laughs> you brought up a real good point. Is is it again? You know this is this is we're getting into Christmas and there's a lot of things happening in downtown Forsyth, and I I think it's just absolutely great. Uh, I nope. wish again that we, you know, we and I have talked about this before. There, there's opportunities for loft apartments, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in downtown Forsyth. There's a couple of places that are, I think would be unique for loft apartments. Yeah, and I've heard that uh, <coughs> uh, the loft project above Minority's Restaurant, I hear that's still planned, allegedly. So we'll see if that, <laughs> hey, you hey, chuckle. hey, hey. Remember those two words, allegedly and planned, okay? That's, called, that's, that's called the caveat of yes. it ain't going to be built. Latin Latin word for probably not. <laughs> I like that too, yeah. Uh, but, uh, hey, we had, uh, you know, Monroe County Sheriff's Office is, you know, Don, this was the one year, and I was I always look back what's happening a year right. ago in Monroe County. Because uh, we're we're a weekly operation, we go for fast, fast, fast. And That's right. Sometimes we have to reflect what was happening one year ago, and I always look at the paper to make sure we're not forgetting something. And it was one year ago this week okay. that uh, the, the 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 vote heard around the world that the Biddick dynasty was sort of over uh, over, and uh, Brad Freeman won that runoff in De- in the first week in December, and now Brad Freeman's been our sheriff for a year, yeah. and we. 
have you seen any differences? Have you noticed anything different about the sheriff's office? Well, I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to probably get in trouble for saying that, but this is not a reflection on the prior sheriff whatsoever. But you you got a new sheriff in town, and he has, he has made some changes. He's made some changes, which I think were very positive. Uh, anyway, it's... it's uh, I think... What I you think, say it? Yeah, I think what what Don is alluding to is uh, the sheriff's office. This is no surprise. Brad has been in this community thirty years, and when, when they I joked, knew his daddy. Yeah, and they joked. I knew at, his grandma. They joked at the debate when they, we were we were hosting a debate for the two finalists for sheriff mm-hmm. between Lawson and Biddick, and the, the 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 joke was that Brad would pull his mother over and give her a speeding ticket. I think he's, I think yeah. it's reached that point. And so uh, and so I think what Brad brings is consistent. Uh, uh, aggressive law enforcement that, and if there is a fugitive, which we've had a lot lately, that's right. They are not going to stop mm-hmm. until they can hopefully uh, arrest them. And that happened again up in your neck of the woods, Don. Right. Were you aware of this going on when it was happening? Were you? Were I you, bought. I, I put my gun beside my. Bed. Were you locked and loaded that night? I <laughs> no, your gun. Uh, uh, go, yes, 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 I, yes. Okay. Yeah. You were yeah. locked and your gun was loaded. <laughs> so, Will, you don't think it's going to rain tomorrow? Yeah, are you trying to segue? No, I'm trying to change the subject because uh, you're two, getting a little too personal. Yeah, here. silly. Uh, two, right. two fugitives were, uh, they stole it. You know, this is interesting, Don. These, you know, we, I don't Can like I that. interject something yeah. real fast? You know, you, you, you got your story about these fugitives that are on I 75 and also on the front page. You've got 31 wrecks that happened. You know, there's always, I heard this expression when I first came here, is that uh, they eat in Chattanooga and they go to the bathroom in Forsyth. Uh, in the same way, you know, that's heading north. That's not a very profitable no. uh, enterprise for, no. the, for the community. But, but it, Unless we but, charge for the flushes. That's right. But the impact, the impact that, that the interstate is makes on this on this county is unbelievable. And again, law enforcement, uh, wow! I think I think they're doing a good job. You know? well, these this these guys. What uh, there was a guy from Byron, Georgia. Name was uh, jo- uh, what was his name? Uh, Ronnie Johnson. Ronnie Johnson is a car dealer from Byron. He, he was a car dealer. He was he's a car dealer. He or he sells cars. I don't know if he's a okay. salesman or owns okay. one. But he was uh, he was looking for cars. He was shopping up in up in uh, Chambly. You ever been to Chambly? Mm-hmm. Yep, sure have. And uh, he was at, a, at a, the Maserati dealership. He likes Maseratis, and uh, the the uh, lot was locked up. So he's just looking from the outside. They're walking around looking from the gate, I guess. And they turn around, and his Maserati is gone. And it was apparently there was the two these two thugs stole his Maserati. That Actually, uh, excuse me. He was looking for a Maserati. He was in a Mercedes. They stole his Mercedes. Oh, wow! Inside, they have his phone. They have his wallet, and they did find he recover a, any of that? No, not yet. As of this publication, they find a key to a Maserati. They look in the wallet and say, "What's his address? Let's go get the Maserati." So the next day on Monday, they go down to Byron to find the Maserati, and they steal the Maserati. You're kidding! And they steal some TVs and some pocketbooks from his home. So this guy's gotten two cars. I think now. some bitches ought to be shot. <laughs> this you know, poor you know, guy. Bottom, bottom line. Poor guy's had two of his, his two cars stolen in two different locations. 
I'm sure it was not the week he what's had. That, what's had. that song? If I wouldn't have any luck at all if it wasn't for bad luck. That's right. Well, he uh, Ronnie Johnson had a rough had a rough week. No kidding. He was very thankful to Monroe County, and the, the quote from the Byron Police Department uh, detective was. Monroe County saved the day. That's right. And that was the headline because the Monroe headline. County didn't quit until they got Mr. Dominique Hutchinson in, what do you call it, in the pokey, in the lockdown, in the Behind joint. bars. <laughs> the, the you joint. know, I, I, I don't know. You know, you and I need to have a discussion about this. What? We see so much crime happening. And here's a question to you. Is it because we have so much re- excellent reporting? You know, you've got CNN, you've got all this, and you've got the stuff on the Internet. You, you know, as soon as a crime happens, just about, it pops up on, on your cell phone. You know, well, you remember, is, is it, it, here's yeah. my question to you. At my age, I'm 79 years old, and here's my age. I do, I do not remember any... The, the number of crimes being committed when I was growing up. Now, were they happening and just we didn't have the the news media? You were you went to Sandersville, Georgia, you know. Did it happen in Sanders? Was it happening in Sandersville when you were there? I think so. I, I think that it's just more reporting of it. Um, I, good. If you look at the national crime statistics, that uh, it's down. The crime is down. Violent crime is way down, is what I'm told. But... Uh, <sighs> I know. But, you, you, you know, this is what blows my mind. I have read those same stats. Crime is down. But right here on your front page, you've got crime. You listen to the television. You listen to, I listen to the Atlanta television stations because, anyway, it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. You know, and the old story, the old thing with television, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. You know, in Atlanta, my gosh. But again, I, I, I happen, to, I just wonder. You know, crime is down, but you turn on your TV, you get on your cell phone, you get on your computer, what do you see? Yeah. Well, thankfully, I, I mean, you have to ask yourself, in your, per- okay, these are all crime stories through the news media, right. but in your personal life, how many people do you know that are victims of crime? And I, I don't, I know some people get some petty thefts, and we had, um, you know. Well, I, I, I never. I, have you oh, ever been a crime victim? Yes. Somebody stole my turkey. <laughs> a live stole, turkey? Or yeah, a live turkey. <laughs> stole a turkey. A, they came a, on a your gas per- can. That's a very interesting story. <laughs> and I had a pistol, a twenty-two pistol, and it was stolen. And I, I reported it to, to the Monroe County Sheriff's Department. You'll love this story. Fifteen years later, no, twelve years later. Mercer Bush, who was with the Monroe County Sheriff's Department, called me and says, Don, we found your pistol. And I said, you what? <laughs> he said, yeah, we found your pistol. It was used in a, in a crime that was committed in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> I said, you're kidding. So lo and behold, I got my pistol back. <laughs> I, I, you know, Neat. You know, That's you great. Know. Well, uh, yeah, we've we've been, uh, you know, about nine years, eight eight years Have ago. Yeah, we, we, we were hit. They came to our house and got um, got a, my gun out of my truck, and that guy. Now this this is when I learned that Monroe County doesn't play. 
this kid, he's a teenager, he was troubled from a, living with his grandparents, troubled background. And he was the one that stole it? He stole my gun. He stole my neighbor's AR-15. They called him. He's sentenced to, well, he was offered a plea deal like 10 years in prison. Wouldn't take it. Went to trial. He got 20 years in but prison. But you know they said, all right, they, all right, you done brought up another sore subject to me. Okay. He's gonna get, he got 20 years. How, many, how much time do you think he's going to serve? He'll serve a good amount. Six years? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what he should serve. <laughs> that, you know, why doesn't he serve all 20? Uh, well, I don't. I thought that was kind of tough, really. A little, little maybe even no. heavy. Hey. You, you don't feel that way. No, I don't feel that way. Because, again, I'm going to tell you right now, he will be out of prison in, in five, six years. Mark it down, right? Yeah, mark it down. But hey, anyway. uh, I want to tell you, it's Christmas time. Christmas is coming. And I want our listeners to know if you uh, if you have kids or grandkids, and uh, maybe they don't go to Monroe. We're going to get letters to Santa from most of the Monroe County schools, but for people that are maybe homeschooled or private schooled or whatever, uh, there is a the city has a mailbox for letters. That's cool. That we're gonna, they're going to give to us to put in our Christmas edition. So, hey, get make sure we want to make sure we have all the kids in Monroe County are in there. Now, Don, in your column this week. You yes. always are. Your column is always very well read, and uh, you talked about the fact uh, our fire chief. You, did you hear that our fire chief was let go? We don't. We changed fire chiefs. I, you know why do we use that terminology? <laughs> he was. Canned. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's what or I there used to understand. be. There used to be a word people would say blank canned that you can't yeah. say on the radio. But but here's what amazed me. This this is my, what my whole column about. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, you know, he was, (laughs) he was, he was given, I guess, the opportunity to resign. And because he was given the opportunity to to resign and he resigned, he got two months salary. Now, I don't understand that. The guy was obviously... Doing something, doing something inappropriate, or that's not right. to the not what they expected. That's right. His, he was not. So why? I, I, but we, as I said in my column, we see this all the time. Yeah, and you if know? you're a public official on the government, yeah. teat, you get very, right. very beneficial. Right. If you get fired at a private company, don't let the door hit you. That's right. That's right. You know, as I was saying, you know, I, I, I've had to fire some people and I had to fire them for reason because they weren't doing their job. And there was and, a consequence. And there was a consequence. And when I fired them, they got their paycheck for working one day, two days, or a week. And that was adios. See you later, you know. amigo. Yeah. Sayonara, yeah, get amigo. Your, get your, get your, get your <laughs> fanny down to the unemployment <laughs> office. Get a, get a new job. <laughs> Yeah, get a new job. Take drive, this job drive, and shove it. Yeah, no, you got a new job. <laughs> drive into the post office and pick up your check, your unemployment oh, check. Gosh, but anyway, yeah. I agree with you. They got it good. Public officials have it good. They okay, have they, it, great. they have it really good. You know, uh, you know I was reading an article this oh, week about stop right there. Right, how good have they got? It? Let me give you an example of how good they got it. Why don't you look at the insurance that the county commissioners get? <laughs> you know, what you know? They, hey, they, hey! Our county commissioners have decided that county employees are going to, have to chip a little more into their health insurance. That's so that they can pay for the county commissioners having their insurance increase. 
I don't believe I said that. <laughs> well, you're right. And look at uh, look at look at the federal government for an example. Oh, I mean, those guys have benefit. We have congressmen that resign in disgrace, and they get retirement the rest yeah. of their lives. You know, Johnny Isaacson just retired from the United States Senate, and that's a very interesting story. By the way, I've known Johnny Isaacson for when he was in the Georgia Senate long time ago. And I knew him when I was at Six Flags because he had a real estate company in Cobb County in North Atlanta. Anyway, Johnny has decided to retire. And let me tell you something. He devoted a lot of time, and I'm sure that he's going to get a real nice retirement. But if Johnny had been fired, he ought not to get nothing. Yeah. Okay. Here, here. You feel better? Thank you. You brought it up. All right. Well, it's a good subject because uh, we... Hey, y'all, I need for y'all to help me do something. I need, we need to buy a parachute. We need to buy a parachute or, or, or some kind of thing that's got a lot of, Will busted his can <laughs> falling out of a deer stand, which he has often preached and columnists have preached, be careful when you're in deer stand. What happened, Willie? <laughs> You'll have to buy a paper for a dollar and read my column. No, I was, um, you know, I've often talked on this show and in my column that one day my dream is to finally shoot a deer. I've never shot a deer. And we I just, thought you were going to say your dream was to fall out of a deer stand. <laughs> no, I, that, I achieved that dream. That's a fulfilled dream. Uh, I was, uh, I heard the deer stand creak and I kind of got nervous that I was breaking the seat. So I went down the ladder a little bit to check it, and I missed the rung and landed, thank God, thank you, Jesus, on my shoulder and not my head or my back because uh, our, our good friend Kevin Smith, the veterinarian here in You went to the veterinarian? No, oh, yeah. no. Y'all heard it first, right? <laughs> His friend, he went, he went to the veterinarian. I had to get my heartworm. I had to get some heartworm pills. <laughs> No, Kevin Smith was injured seriously falling mm-hmm. on a deer stand and uh, off a deer stand on Thanksgiving. And this was the day after Thanksgiving I uh, decided in show of solidarity to fall as well. And um, hey, Are you trying to insinuate that you did that intentionally? No, no. It was a disaster. You ever had, when bad things happen, this like a slow motion, like I cannot believe this is happening. Right. I wish it wasn't happening. That's how I felt. And I laid there. It took me a while to catch my breath. Were you of thinking pain. of what was broken or what was not yeah, broken? Yeah, I was worried about the worst. And uh, thankfully, an x-ray came back negative, but I did separate my shoulder a little bit. And uh, the AC joint, you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is a little bit open. So, um, so anyway, so. be careful out there, honey, uh, You better be glad it didn't pop out. You done that? Be glad. Because if you're going to get it fixed... I suggest bourbon, gin, vodka, <laughs> and some kind of painkiller. Sedative. No, no, painkiller. I thought our uh, our new columnist, Bill Weaver, had an interesting comment this week about PA announcers should not be cheering. You ever been to a ball game and they'll say, and that's a first down for the Charger. And that has been brought to you by first down Austin <laughs> Chipotle. That's Park. another Chick-fil-A first down. They do, <laughs> they do that at the Ups and Lee games. Do they do it? Yes, Ups and Lee. Chick-fil-A I, I sponsors the first downs. It, it, you know, watching football, and particularly college football, is every play is sponsored by somebody. Yeah. 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 
that first that pass has been intercepted. <laughs> that's done by the interceptor forward people. Uh, it, 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 that that's another one of my pet peeves. It, I hate it. Yeah, I agree with Bill Weaver, our columnist. He says that, uh, hey, that's not and, – and, and I have to say, Mary Persons, do you know who the PA announcer is at Mary Persons Bulldog Games? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, you know, forever and ever it was our old buddy Vern Sanders. That's right. Yeah, who is And now, now is he's passed away and his son, Cleet, has Cleet carried the right. baton. And just like his father, Cleet is very monotone and by the book, that's a first down – for the Bulldogs, and you, you don't, and so it's just straight by the book, no, no biases. Right, you watch football on television, right? I love college football. All right, question: Do you get upset when all those announcers start analyzing what's going on? No, uh, I take it. I get mad if they uh, disagree with them, like especially if they're, if I feel like they're anti-Georgia. And and I'm of course pro-Georgia. Oh, me, me, me too. It, uh, it just bugs me. Larry Munson, y'all, we all remember Larry Munson, was probably the best foot Georgia football announcer. And it was the I'm trying to remember the one before him. He lived in Barnesville. Ed Thelenius? Ed Thelenius. Is <laughs> he from Barnesville? Well, I think his wife was from Barnesville. Or either Ed moved yeah. to Barnesville, one of the two. But Ed Thelenius and... Uh, and, and Larry Munson. My dad still talks. My dad loves radio, and he grew up talking about Ed Thelenius. And he would say, uh, get the picture. Get the picture now. And he would, you know, if you're looking at your radio right. dial, <laughs> the little the, the are defending the left side. So let's go back. So Cleet is just very monotone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not a big cheerleader. And, and actually, Bill did some research and discovered that the Georgia High School Association Code of Conduct forbids PA announcers from cheerleading. And he says that... They could lose their jobs if people will report them. So, hey, really? hey, Mary Persons fans, you're listening to this. You go to a game next fall and you hear at, a, uh, at an away game and you hear the obnoxious PA announcer, hey, send a letter to the GHSA yeah, and say. Over, over, you, over at Thomaston. Yeah, you need to go to Georgia Jackson Red Devil Hill and figure out who this uh, this yeah. guy's violating our rules here. So, well, it, uh, uh, Are Mary Persons football games, are they broadcast on the radio now? Not usually. There is uh, a Thomaston station that's uh, covered a few games, but um, no, the, the, the best way to keep up is to follow the reporter on Facebook, and we'll I let you know. I agree with you 100%. But, you know, Monday, at one time, uh, when we had a radio station here, uh, they wanted to get it on the radio, and... And I'm not picking on Coach Pitts now, but Coach Pitts, and they said, no, you're not going to broadcast it live. Yeah, you heard our gate. Why was the reason for that? (laughs) Heard our ticket revenue. Heard our ticket revenue. So, no, you're not going to broadcast it live. But if you want to broadcast it in the morning at 4.30. (laughs) I love it. I love these, uh, you know, a lot of times these government, uh, public school people and government people act like they're they're above uh, business uh, concerns. They they, they don't care, but they're the the harshest capitalists you'll find. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Cut your throat. Unbelievable. But again, hey, coming up this week, what's coming up? Well, uh, we had the parade, the Christmas parade. uh, It was in Bolingbroke Saturday. It was in Forsyth on Thursday. And... uh, uh, we'll have a lot what of coverage in the reporter, huh? What, what do you call it? What do I call the parade? Yeah, uh, the, the Christmas or <laughs> holiday parade. I, I, I made Tom. I have yet. I have yet Ty to... like a Tom made a little point about that this week. I make a point about it every year. But yeah, as you should. I did it in my column. So, um, 
so yeah, I hope you'll check the parades out. And uh, we talked a little about football. We have a prediction on uh, what's going to happen in the SEC championship game yesterday on Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I wish dude was here. I like to bet. With I'm dude. not an objective observer. I badly want Georgia to, to upset no, the Tigers. That's not my question. Who's going to win? Who won? LSU. I'm a, that's the, the cold, hard reality of it. That's right. And I'm afraid that's what's going to Oh, yeah. Baton Rouge. Yeah, great great place. Tiger Stadium on a on a Saturday night. No better place to watch a ball game. But, you know, uh, but you know, Bulldogs have a chance. Our defense is really let's, good. Let's turn that page back. What's this? The veterans have got thanked. Yeah, the, uh, the DAR, a local chapter of the uh, Daughters of the American Revolution, they honored our uh, is Priscilla military veterans. still the president heading honcho flag weather uh, for the DAR? She does. She does have a role. There she is. Is that her right there? I don't know. I don't she, know. Is, she does have a role. You're correct about that. She's been a big proponent. She has been, and um, in other news, uh, we we will have our letters to Santa. So be be looking out for our one of our best read editions of the year coming out here in a couple of weeks. Ooh. All the latest news on your local government. Gonna, is it going to be sort of a separate tabloid, or is you going to go broadsheet on it? It's broadsheet. It'll be, but it'll have to be printed separately because it's so thick. Yeah. Uh, we are out of time, folks. We enjoy being with you. Thank you for coming along, the reporter, and letting us be your friend, your guide, your information source about Forsyth and Monroe County. It's a pleasure to uh, to be the legal organ of Monroe County. And thanks to our friends at Magic 100 for airing our broadcast and Forsyth Cable for airing us on We the need to get that schedule when they, or, yeah. when they are. I have witnesses that have testified that they have seen oh, it. I have that too. We have legitimate. Lee at Walmart uh, last Friday. <laughs> By the way, read my column about Black Friday. Um, speaking of that, we want to throw a quick, we've got about 20 seconds, I want to get a, throw a quick uh, point of pride that the 200th Bicentennial of Monroe County is coming up. And if you want to design a logo, they're due in January, and you can win $200 courtesy of Don Daniel and the Bicentennial Committee. That's right. So, uh, hey, if you like to get draw. Get involved in the Bicentennial. Get involved in this 200th anniversary. It's going to be a fun event for Monroe County. Thanks Bye. for joining us. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.